This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The following podcast contains violent scenes, hard drug use, scenes of a sexual nature and flashing images. Now, there's none of that. It does, however, feature strong language. So if you're listening with small children, kindly tell them to... The dickheads. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that! What a screamer! An absolute screamer! Hello and welcome to the Scarf Bagawa War, the podcast for county fans by county fans. I'm Nick Lee, safe in the knowledge that our UEFA qualified coach won't be going into the playoffs without a recognised defensive midfielder. You can see what we did there, can't you? That was nice, that. Joining me this week to pick at the scab of all things county, the two men who need no introduction, but I've written one anyway. Co-founder, co-host, co-op shopper, it's Russ Johnson. How's tricks, Russ? Very good, thank you very much. Do, do you shop at the co-op ever? Sometimes. Yes, it's all right, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's good. It's not good for a big shop, but, you know, for bits. Yeah, for bits and bats, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's good, yeah. that. That's eight out of ten, nice one. He, he knows some words and he's not afraid to use them, and sometimes in the right order, if you look it. It's Dave Long. Hello, Dave. You're good, mate. Not bad, mate. Not bad. Good, so I'm going to go out on a limb here, lads. It's bloody hot. Isn't think- it? I think it's time someone needs to make a stand. I really didn't want to do it, but needs must. It's me. Right, I'm off to put a couple of magnums on my sweaty tits. Over to you, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we're going to cover the usual stuff. Uh, look at Yeovil last uh, Sunday. It was Sunday, wasn't it? No, it, no it, was, it was Saturday, mate. Saturday. Oh, was it Saturday? Yeah, well, yeah. It, was bank, it was bank holiday, wasn't it? Fing- all over the shop. Finger on the pulse. Uh, so we'll cover that game. We'll look forward to the playoffs. So obviously we play the winners of Bromley and Hartlepool. We'll cover the awards which happened recently and and sort of state our own awards as well that we uh, that we published. Uh, we'll talk about the free game for the playoffs, head of recruitment, the fact that we got two weeks off, and how does that play? Uh, we'll cover a bit about the lad from Ashton. 
sorry, don't know his name. Uh, and then we might even touch about the England squad and the Euro podcast that we've got coming up very, very soon. So, run titles. And when you're a massive narcissist and a bit pompous like me, then uh, it also helps as well. I'm fully on board. I'm a a brand bitch now. I mean, you know, like, people are trying to out-poppy each other. It smelled like egg and tasted like cider. I've even shouted at ball boys. That's the type of mad arsery that I can't get behind. I've learnt that Dave wasn't part of the move to to get us away from Edgeley Park. We couldn't afford an engraved carriage clock for you, so here's that that bird yeah. from the Cheadleham full of bird yeah. shit. In a week where we lost long-running hospital soap opera Holby City, we watched a lot of Great County at Edgeley Park. Right then, Yeovil, on Saturday. I thought it was Sunday. I don't know why. It's because we were Sunday the week before, were we? I can't, actually, you know what? I can't even remember. No, it was Saturday, Saturday the week before, mate. Was yeah. it? Was it? Was it, was it, oh, it was. It was Wokey. One year, it was. It was Sunday the week before that, wasn't it? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. It was Saturday that week as well, mate. No, we played talking. <laughs> I know. I know. I just, I just thought. I just thought I'd wind you up. Could, could have kept this going all night then. How do they, how do these Premier League fans do it? You know where the, the where they, you know the ones that are actually going to the matches. Yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't be doing with going to a game on a like su- Sunday lunchtime is my worst nightmare for a, a game. I, I couldn't be doing with that. It's yeah, a nightmare, wouldn't it? Not every week. No, once no. in a while. Well, imagine Sunday lunchtime, um, and it's a talkie away, something like that. Yeah. I mean, you, you obviously you're going to stay over, aren't you? But if you if you are travelling down on the day, that's some that's some trek for a Sunday uh, for a lunchtime kickoff, isn't it? It is. Anyway, we we, we digress. Back to the oval match. One um, nil win. Rooney deflected deflected shot. Um, quite emotionally charged, I'd say, before the match. You know, because of the uh, the Lee Collins memorials. But fair play to our lads. We managed to come through it um, and nick the win. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Dave should go first here because, well, you, you two actually watched the game. I had the benefit of uh, Radio Manchester coverage with friend of the podcast, Phil Brennan. Um, yes, I believe Phil was doing the commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah which was very good to hear, yeah. Yeah, um, I think we can safely pigeonhole that one in. Uh, we did just enough. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't spectacular, but if um, we'd have been offered a 1-0 win, before the game, I think we'd have all taken it, wouldn't we? So can't really complain about that. Was it yeah. was it a thuggish Yeovil performance again? Because that's what I was I was led to believe from the commentary. Not really. I mean, it did kind of boil over towards the end of the first half, didn't it? Uh, yeah. And one of their players was on the yellow and absolutely clattered Rooney in the second half, and probably lucky to stay on really. But other than that, I don't think it was. No, I I, I agree. I don't think it was thuggish. Oh. Um, they were dogged. I mean, we just had too much for much for them in the end, and I think they they played on the occasion a bit. Mm. I would say. I think I I honestly think that if they hadn't have had that occasion around them, we would have won by more. Yeah, I think we just yeah. I, I think we just stepped up, and, and our class would have shone through. But they did they did sort of give them a little bit extra. But you could tell we were you know we were 
we were head and shoulders above them. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we were overall. Yeah, they had a, a few moments either side mm-hmm. of half time, didn't they? Then fourth inch lift into a, a decent save, and then they hit the bar, yeah. didn't they? That's yeah. inch lift was probably our, our best player, which yeah. which says a lot about how the game went. Really, um, I think we we just had enough, but they had you know they had a few decent chances, and uh, he played quite well. Yeah, the only the only moment that that, that concerned me too much really was the one that hit the bar. It, it, it beat Inchliff all ends up, didn't it? Yeah, well, I um, had nipped out for a sick and I was coming back after half time, and then a fucking flash score went off, didn't it? With one each, and I was like, yeah, thanks, thanks for that. So, missed that, <laughs> missed that one as well. Um, but then it come up, correction. Like, that's that's okay, then. So, some might say it's right for being a grown man watching a football game and not remembering to switch notifications off, but I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> uh, it, to, to be fair, it was on silent, so um, I just looked at my phone and it had popped up. So ah, I, always, I always have it on silent. I won't yeah. fucking either in me. Yeah, same, same. Silent and do not disturb permanently, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of things I noticed. How dry was that pitch? I and mean, Russ, you might you will obviously watch the game, so you you might have noticed that. But it, the ball was like a fucking beach ball, wasn't it? It was just bouncing yeah. all over the place. That was honestly my first thought watching the highlights was about the pitch. Yeah, yeah, it's very noticeable. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They did. They did sprinkler it before the match and and during half time as well. But it's still it still held up in the corners, didn't it? Yeah, it was just yeah, it just seemed to be sort of bouncing around a lot and didn't really help help the sort of flow of the game. Uh, the second thing I picked up was how shit was that camera angle on the stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it was giving me a headache. They've only had about twenty five games to get it right, aren't they? And, and yeah, yeah. When they switched to that kind of wide angle, it was all right. That was all right, like a normal sort of TV broadcast, but. Well, I didn't. I don't know because when he switched to the wide angle one, I didn't know. I couldn't work out if somebody was operating that or it was trying to follow the ball with some sort of automation. Yeah, because it was just it was just all over the place. So no matter which camera angle you were watching at, it it, it was giving me a proper headache. Well, that's why I didn't bother watching the stream because I didn't I didn't have my seasickness tablets with me. So <laughs> yeah, it was the kind of uh, ball tracking camera thing, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, 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 the wide well, one. But... Good job, good job. There wasn't a bald linesman. <laughs> oh, Sam Minim. Yeah, I was going to say just just be stuck on right back maybe, the whole match. Maybe maybe that's why Madden didn't play then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it pretty much, pl- I wouldn't say played out the way that um, Dave from Glover's cast told us last week, but they certainly, you could certainly see they had a bit, a bit of a depleted squad. Mm. And then they were just running on fumes, I think, you know, that loads of players that were just, they were leaving, it was their last game. Some that some that didn't, um, didn't know if they were going to have contracts the next season. And then there was kids mixed into that as well. It was just all a bit surreal. Plus you get the added thing of, it would be like a, a memorial to Lee Collins, and he played his last game against us. Mm. It just felt a bit, all felt a bit odd. And then, and then when the game did start, I don't know if it was different in the ground, and maybe maybe Phil Brennan could tell us this, but it didn't feel like there was any atmosphere. If that was county, it'd have been bouncing, wouldn't it? Well, I I, I was going to remark on that because that particularly like the first half an hour or so of the game, list, listening on Radio Manchester, the atmosphere did seem. I was I was quite impressed with the atmosphere, but maybe oh, right. maybe it was just where they were sat, you know, where 
yeah, yeah their, their commentary setup is i don't i don't know but I, i've that was the first thing i noticed was uh you know the, the difference right. having fans in and stuff but like i said yeah it might just be a case of them being sat right next to the three people who were singing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i suppose if yeah, I suppose if you mix in the last game of the season and they've gotten out to play for as well, you know that that kind of that f- feel to it. Mm. Uh, and once they sort of the, the adrenaline of the occasion has kind of worn off a little bit, as I think we saw towards the end of the game, mm. it kind of went a bit flat, and that probably went in in our favour really because yeah, yeah. you know we were content just to kind of sit on that on that one nil and you know catch them on the break. Yeah, so that that. I mean, we did we did what we needed to do, basically, didn't we? And, and it's a good job, really, because Hartlepool won four 0 in the end. Yeah. Um. So you know, we, it, it, that was crucial, which sets us up nicely with a home tie against Bromley or Hartlepool. Um, a week on Sunday. This was oh, this, this one is on Sunday, Ross. Right. No, it's on a Saturday. This one. <laughs> I wish I wish it bloody was. What with England kicking off at two. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we best get it. Right. Best get it done in ninety minutes, lads. Yeah, we will do. Otherwise, it's going to be a it's going to be a multi screen scenario. Chesnick, the missus don't know yet. I mean, one of the screens will be hers. It'll be her iPad. But you know. oh, of course. I've just. I've, do you know what? I'm really sorry, Nick. I wondered what you've gone on about then because I was thinking, does he mean the scoreboard or does he mean? Because we're going, aren't we? Me, me and Dave. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I may well be. You never. You don't. I don't know yet. But yeah, we'll see. Well, let's, let's hope you get a ticket, mate. I, I hope so, but if not, I'll be I'll be quite content have it because I've seen I've seen what the weather's going to be like. So it's going to be barbecue. I might even get myself a little projector set up in the back garden. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm tempted. I say this now, and I'll end up <laughs> I'll, end, I'll end up being banished to the bedroom like the fucking troll that I am again. <laughs> Sweating. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really hot. Yeah. Uh, Mag- magnums under my tits. <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> v- v- Vimto ice pop up my ass. <laughs> Whatever you get to behind closed doors, mate. Yeah. It's entirely up to you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's Bromley or Hartlepool, isn't it? And I was looking yeah. at I'm looking at the form there. I mean, Bromley beat Hartlepool recently, and they're in actually in better form than Hartlepool because I think uh, they have lost three out of the last five. Hartlepool, I think uh, something like that, and and Bromley, I think I think they're unbeaten in in five, so uh, not quite the form you might associate with uh, a couple of teams that are, you know, a few positions apart in the playoffs. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Bromley went there and won. Well, Br- Bromley making it as uh, making it to the playoffs has, has done a lot of damage to my obsessive-compulsive side because other, other than mm-hmm. them, it's all, it's all ex-league clubs in the playoffs. And it then, did look pretty impressive, didn't it? Halfway through, yeah. The last game. When Rex, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was thinking, I was thinking, apart from Sutton, you could that that could have been a League One or League Two top of the table, table, table. Well, you, you know what? When I, when I saw that they were, they were the six teams in the playoffs, I was like, "Fuck this! Let's just rent Villa Park out for a weekend and just just have everyone play each other, have a big day out, jump a good tournament." Winner stays on. No, we should have all gone to the Isle of Man. That'd have been great. Oh yes, yeah. I'll go a beef and stamp on a linesman. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet you, fifteen, twenty years ago, I bet that was 
you know, with with all the league teams at the top of the National League, I bet that was sort of a, a League One, League Two type mm. uh, fixture list, wasn't it? It it does say it all about the gulf in the game, though. You know, there was there was all talk a few years back about the Premier League doing a a thirty ninth game in Dubai, Well, we're on about doing like an extra game in the Isle of Man. That's that's the level that the National League's at now <laughs> <laughs> for our worldwide TV following in the Isle of Man. Is um is there any much point in talking about Bromley v Hartlepool, or should we just let it play out and then we can talk about it next week about who we've got? Yeah, it's, it's, it's on the telly, isn't it? Anyway, is it Saturday or Sunday? Hmm. Saturday. No, Sunday, half past two. Oh, that's, that's a good time. I can get on board with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick that on then. Yeah, I'll be, not, I'll be watching not, that. Not, not County in Chesterfield on Saturday, then is it? Is that... Um, yeah. I can't remember if, that, if that's earlier or later. But anyway, yeah. Four, four o'clock, that one. Right. So, some good some good matches to watch. And, of course, Euro starts very soon as well, which we'll come to shortly. Um, anything of anything else from the Yeovil match or, or the playoff? The playoff scenario? Well, we're going, we're going into the playoffs on... As we, as we said we wanted to do the other week, we've kept that unbeaten run going. We're going into the playoffs with the longest unbeaten run in the country, which is, you can't ask for any more than yeah. that, can you? No, and and I, I have thought about this. There's there's a there's a there's a positive and a minus to it, isn't there? The, the, the minus is you know the negative is obvious that we've we've it's, we've got to lose at some point, and if we'd have done it in a league match, maybe well we probably wouldn't have finished third, would we? But mm. um, so that's the negative. The positive is Bromley and Hartlepool. I know you just I know you just said about their form. Um, they're not going to want to play us. No, there's no. They're, they're going to look at our form, eighteen unbeaten, and think, "Shit, they're bad, aren't they?" Yeah. Um. So hopefully, hopefully that's the case. And and they're coming to Edgeley Park, and there'll be what two and a half out two two thousand seven hundred or something in. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, they probably won't want to play us, but then they'll look at our own form and go, "Fucking yes, yes, yeah. we're having it." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. You, you are you are right. Yeah, eighteen unbeaten. And as I said on Twitter the other day, that's three games off. Half a season unbeaten, yeah, yeah, which is fucking ridiculous, isn't it? But you know, kind of, if you think back to the last game that we lost, which was Weymouth, and how low everyone was at that point, mm. um, it's just, it's just unbelievable, isn't it? The kind of run we've gone on, and that's that's purely league games as well. There's not been a single cup game in that run, because mm-hmm. yeah. often these, these type of runs do get padded out a bit with with the odd cup game, but yeah, none of that, just complete league form, brilliant. So yeah, it's looking good. Any standout performers from the Oval game then? Just just as we sort of finish up on that. Um, like I say, Inchliffe played well. Um, I'm trying to think. So yeah, probably wasn't that many. Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like we said before, we did what we needed to. I don't think it was unspectacular. So I don't think anyone really stood out. At least not for me anyway. It's because of John Rooney coming up big again now. Mm-hmm, yeah, definitely. Which is which bodes, yeah. bodes well going into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And although it's a you know, heavy, heavy deflection, but got to buy a ticket, haven't you? Exactly, you know, exactly. So. Oh, you, you've got so, to at least enter the ballot to buy a ticket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so the Player of the Year awards, not the Player of the Year awards, the Player awards, the awards. For the end of season, awards. Stop, Stockport's answer to the Oscars. Exactly, yeah. That they were announced this well today. Um, although I think they were done before the Oval match 
yeah, based, yeah. On, based yeah. on what was said. So well, you, um, you've been watching CSI again, haven't you, Russ? Nothing gets past me. Nothing gets past me. What was it that gave it away? Was it Steve Bellis saying "Good luck at Yeovil at weekend"? Was was that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we we announced our own, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago? And we we you know we we discussed it and we said that Hogan was our Player of the Year and Cardwell was our Young Player of the Year, and we had our own views on our Goal of the Year. Um, And I think mine and. Man, Dave, yours was the Rochdale one, was it as well? With me? No. Was it not? Kingsland, mate. Oh, Kingsland. Okay. Which one did you pick, Nick? I went Adam Thomas against Halifax in the end. Oh, Ooh. did you? The, the only thing that swung it for me was the fact that was his weaker foot. Yeah. And it was a yeah. rocket. Yeah. It must have been Scotty, Scott Thompson that. that that was with me with the Rochdale goal, wasn't it? I yes, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the awards, I, I don't know if you want to talk about any of these in, in a bit more depth, but young player George Haig and Graham White Awards both went to Cardwell. Goal of the season was Rooney versus Dale. Player's player was joint between Hinchliffe and Grosdale. Player of the year was Liam Hogan and ladies player was uh, Fran Davies. Well, to touch on the, the awards that were voted for by the players... I think mm. that, that's because they're, t- they're two players, Hinchliffe and Crowsdale, that I think have been unfairly criticised in some some quarters this season. Uh, and I, th- I think that's a vindication of just how important they are for us, that their peers have voted. You know, people who's, who are with them day in, day out, not just for games, but at training as well, as part of the group, have, have, have voted for them. I think that's, fun- that's a fantastic endorsement. Yeah, I, the player's player is normally the one most revered by the players themselves, isn't it? That's the one they want to win. Yeah, because that's it is your peers. Okay, player of the player of the year is is by the fans, isn't it? So that that's probably going to be second, I guess. You know, to them. But yeah, absolutely. I I I don't understand why anyone could consistently berate Hinchliffe or Crowsdale. It's just based on the performances this season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Both been immense uh, again in the in, in the case of Hinchliffe, um, season after season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, thoroughly deserved. And to, to be fair, there's, there's other players that could have qualified for that if they played more games. I, th- I think I think if uh, if if Jennings had been in the team from the start because he was in and out at the start, wasn't he? I think if if he'd played pretty much the full season, he'd have been well in contention for that. M- Minahan as well, I think. Salvin, Salvin Hales too. It's, I mean, it's took Salvin Hales a while to get into the team, but when he did, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, it could have been, it could have been uh, re- really close, couldn't it? Could have been quite, quite a few um, stepping up to receive Alex, that. Alex, what's that? Alex Reed is he on twenty odd goals and he's not even, not even <laughs> got a wall yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 just goes to show like what what a side has been built over well over the last five years, really. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think there's any argument with Liam Hogan, is there? I know we 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 said him ourselves, and obviously the, the supporters have voted for him as well. So, yeah, Player of the Year, Liam Hogan. I mean, it's totally deserved, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we only saw him a little bit last year, didn't we? Um, before the mm. you know the, the season ended, and it's just like he'd always been here this season. Um, you know. 
such a great leader, um, such a such a confident player. You know, when he plays with, plays with his head up and everything, and just um, just leads that line really well. And you know, obviously very comfortable on the ball as well. And yeah, yeah, such such a valuable player for us, and a great ambassador for the club as well. Yeah, which I mean, yeah. I know that's not the most important thing, but it's certainly a nice, a nice little bonus to have. It's it's certainly something that we've looked at, we've we've, bear, we've looked to bear in mind when we've been recruiting players for the last few years. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, when he's your captain as well, so you kind of need that little bit extra, don't you? Yeah. Um, from from your captain, you need you need that that little bit little bit of charisma and everything, which which he has. So. The only thing is, I thought he would have, he might have chipped in with a couple, a few goals this season from corners, but but we haven't been as good from corners this season. I don't think we scored as many from corners full stop this season, have we? No, not co- not compared to the amount of corners we've had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, the amount of corners we've had, and I think um, Ash has um, had the uh, monopoly on goals from corners, hasn't he? So yeah. as, as, <laughs> as he as he should. Yeah. Okay, so that's the awards. Any more for any more for the awards? I think they were pretty, I mean, pretty good from where I'm sitting. You know, can't, can't grumble with any of those. No, no. Um, okay, let's move on to the free game for the playoffs. So we spoke quite a bit last week about, well, I did, well, we all did, I think, about um, the season ticket announcement. And, and you know, I certainly got on my high horse about this this recognition and, this free game for the playoffs um, has, has, has shut me right up. I've got to say, <laughs> um, <laughs> but in a but in, but in a good way, you know. I you know I didn't I wasn't expecting it to be free. No, it's, it's not. Um, it's not nine eleven, Russ. I mean, you know, it, it, what do you mean? What do you mean? The, the, way, the way you said it shook you up. I, I said shut. Shut. Just edit that bit out. That's awful. Okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> staying in. No. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I'll find a way to keep it in. We'll we'll save we'll save that for the Christmas outtake show. Yeah, uh, TSBW later. Hashtag too hot for TV. <laughs> shall, I start, um, shall I start that bit again? Please, please do. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just sit here and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> after, after, after I said it and you went quiet, I had this thing in my head where I was like, "Oh shit, maybe the missus is right. I'm not fucking funny." Right, composure. Right, composure. So I think it's worth mentioning the free game for the playoffs because last week on the pod we we spoke extensively. Well, I, I did. I got got on my high horse about it about some sort of recognition after the season ticket announcement and. And now that they've announced that all the tickets for season, all the tickets for that game for the season ticket holders is free, I mean, that just shut me right up. Yeah, well, I, I was I was completely shaken up by it. See, that sounds like I'm being sarcastic to the club, but it's a little in joke that we'll never hear the light of day. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, you might get that one at Christmas. You never know. As you were, lads. Yeah, yeah, great, a great, a great gesture. That's going to cost cost the club some money because, yeah. I, 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 we mentioned it last week, but there are people who've, well, yourselves included, but you've bought multiple season tickets, but basically only getting one stream for it, really. So you, you are out of pocket. So yeah, it's a great gesture. And well, and well done to the co-op as well for being involved in that decision-making process. Yeah, 
Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Well done. I did say last week that the club had time to kind of get a some kind of recognition or kind of rectify the situation a little bit. Um, and what do you know? A few days later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, just, just, just like that. A few days later, there we go. Yeah, well, well done to all involved, though, because it's um, they obviously didn't have to do it. Um, and uh, and they have and yeah, it's great. Well done. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's just fantastic, really, isn't it? I mean, I know we said last week, didn't we? Well, I think one of you lads asked me, you, you know, if if I could have a free game, would that would that do? And I said, well, not really, no, because it's just that's it's not very thoughtful. But because it's a playoff, and the and the way they've done it, I think yeah, it's uh, it's really good. I'll so t- I'll tell you yeah. what, mate. Considering you said that it had shut you up, I don't think it has. <laughs> You've done nothing but bloody rabbit since you talked about this. <laughs> so you're getting a free game and you're paying twenty five quid less than someone buying it on the early bird. So there you go, yeah. two games. Yeah. Happy days. Okay, so so it has shut me up. So let, let's move on. Um, head of recruitment. So we've had a new, well, not a new head of recruitment. We we've someone's been Jonathan Smith has been promoted to head of recruitment. Um, Straight away, I, mean, I knew who he was, but straight away I thought, well, what what does that mean for Matt Janssen? Mm. Yeah, because we've not seen him mentioned. He was, he was at the Torquay game because they, they zoomed in on him and mentioned him on the telly. But he wasn't mentioned in the Woking programme, so I'm not, not sure. don't know. don't know what to tell you, lads. Yeah. It's kind of one of them things where it's those sort of behind-the-scenes people that you don't really yeah. see. And... If I'm being completely honest, I'm just not that arsed. <laughs> County tell me that it's going to make us better, so that'll do for me. Um, yeah. Do you think it's a case of us, us having so many staff behind the scenes that he's just been forgotten? He's, he's like he's like locked in a cupboard somewhere. He's <laughs> <laughs> gone. He's gone to go and get the bibs and cones and got locked in, and no, and no one's noticed. With yeah. with Niall Bell and Mark Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Adam, Adam Thomas is in there as well. Adam like, Thomas. He's, he's stuck under a medicine ball. <laughs> he's just, just a long pair of legs hanging out. Yeah, it's, it, well, what's weirding me out a bit, not, I wouldn't even say concerning me, but some things get announced, some things don't. So when, when Matt Janssen, this Jonathan Smith and... The other chap whose name I can't remember got announced, you know, at the start as this is our scouting team. We were like, well, that's great. Yeah, thanks. You know, good to know who the scouting team are. There's a bit of a change to it. Okay, we get this announcement, but nothing about any any outgoing sort of people. I don't, I don't know. I'd, to be honest, throughout Sporting County, I've never been asked about who the scouts are and, you know, them coming in and coming out. But I don't know. If you're going to mention it once, then at least keep it up. Yeah, it's kind of when we had the goalkeeping coach. Was that mentioned? No, it wasn't. But but you know, I've, I, 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 we had this discussion at the time, and I think Nick, me, and you disagreed on this. That I don't remember. I don't remember us ever saying that a goalkeeping coach had left before. I, we, we, I'm sure we did. With it was either Felgate or the one Felgate. before him, but he left to go to work for City, didn't he? Mm. And yeah, yeah, I, I definitely remember that being announced. But, but yeah, like you said, it's. I suppose it depends. Which owners you've got in charge? Because because we've had owners in the past who where we've complained about the communication. So probably because we weren't hearing about those things. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not high on my list of 
no, 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 I know. But, yeah. <laughs> it's just nice to know, isn't it? Yeah, I just, I just look. I just thought I'd mention it as a as an as an item in the in the magazine that is the TSBW podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's the, it's those behind the scenes things that I'm just not that bothered about. But thanks for the club, you know, for mentioning it. It's, as you say, some things get mentioned, some don't. Um, some which people might value um, a little bit more important than others get don't get mentioned. But you know, thank you very much for telling us. Yeah, I, I echo that. Thank you. I mean, it didn't, yeah. it didn't need echoing. Your words were strong enough, but yeah, <laughs> there they are anyway. Uh, because we we'll get onto the co-op meeting minutes in a bit, but it was mentioned on there about updates for injuries and stuff, wasn't it? And yeah. they can't mention uh, anything in too much detail for obvious reasons. So they they give us as much information as they can. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I, yeah. I can see where they're coming from as well, especially getting to this point of the season, you know, where you, you, you want to get every little advantage you can before the game's played. And that's certainly a place where we can get an advantage. If, if you know, whoever we play, if Hartlepool or Bromley are going to be second guessing for a couple of weeks about whether Madden's going to play or not. But at the same time, professional footballers, if they're any good, they're going to be able to adapt no matter what situation gets thrown at them. I suppose. It's, Bit of a double-edged one, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I must admit, I've not looked at the co-op minutes yet. I need to. I need to give those a good scan. Um, but if you could tell us the the salient points, is there any more than than what than what you just said? Um, I'll just I'll just consult my notes. A moment. <laughs> I've slept. Uh, since, I've read it, but I slept since then. So there was some. Uh, answers around the question about environmental awareness and park and ride schemes and stuff like that. Um, the, the club are looking to get something set up in regards to uh, encouraging people to use public transport uh, or alternative transport. Um, so, yeah. Um, how, do, how do we feel about that? How do we feel about the park and ride and stuff like that? Is that something we'd, that you two would take up? Yeah, I, I definitely would. If there was something from, say, the market, Stockport Market, up to the ground Look, before the match. A little shuttle bus, because there is a shuttle bus that goes round Stockport. Yeah, isn't there there? It starts yeah, at the yeah, bus station is. and goes up to Asda and what have you, yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be a cracking idea. Um, not to not to move any trade away from, from Edgeley, what I'd probably do is go to the market first and then Wobble get up to the bus Edgeley. from Edgeley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also mentioned the land around the railway end as well. Um, someone had asked a question about ownership of that, you know, about the bungalow and various bits of land there. Um, the answer was that it's owned, not by a county, but because it costs too much at the time. Um, which, considering we're going <laughs> to probably need that land at some point, are we, is that cost too much at the moment? Are we looking to put a bid in in the future? It kind of raises a few more questions. Um, and there was also a little bit about Mark Stott uh, loaning the club money and turning it into equity every six months, mm. which is which is great. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something that I think I think the co-op have pledged to keep an eye on. As well. I'd imagine a friend of the podcast, Martin Frost, will also be keeping an eye on that because that, that's that's certainly his bag. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's a good a good idea. Um, that was what I. And there were there were a few more questions than that, but I've got the note, the minutes open in front of me. That's just kind of what I got off my notes. Uh, 
Yeah, that was, that was certainly the main points I picked up from it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good stuff. And hopefully, we'll get the we will get the pod, uh, the co-op back on, and they can tell us in a bit more depth, and maybe we can get some questions from from listeners. Yeah, for them to answer. That'd be uh, that'd be nice. Hello, fellow county fans. I just want to take a moment of your time to tell you about the Scarf Bagara War blog. Each month, I bring you my thoughts and reaction to all the latest games and news. Plus, there's a veritable cornucopia of other articles that are there for your viewing pleasure. Check out www.scarfbegarawar.co.uk. Now back to the podcast. Okay, um, back to the playoffs then. I know we're skitting about a bit here, but I wanted to bring it back to the playoffs every now and again because you know it's quite an important time in, in our season, obviously. Yeah. Um, we've got two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Um and Bromley and Hartlepool have one week off. Is that good for us? Bad for us? Good for them? Bad for them? How do you how do you see it? Uh, for us, I think it can kind of work both ways, can't it? Because obviously we want Paddy Madden fit and ready to go, mm. um, and we by getting third, we've given him the most amount of time possible. We're giving him an extra week. Um, to to get fit and ready for the game, um, but it can work against you in that you are losing a little bit of that match sharpness. We're kind of there's a, kind of a little bit of a lull for us now, isn't there? And we, we're yeah. kind of watching from the sofa on over the weekend about you know who we might be playing and obviously watching Bromley and Hartley. But and then we've got another week, and it's you kind of by the time it gets to that point, um, you, you kind of lose a little bit of enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what do you think the rationale is behind such you know the, the long wait? I mean, normally, I mean the, the football league they do they play the following Wednesday, don't they? If in the first leg and then the weekend after the second leg, and you know a week later they're all in the in the finals. What's I, yeah. I, I'm quite happy to field this one. Is that about you, Dave? I field this question. Absolutely. Yep the the national league are about as much use as Anne Frank's drum kit. I've. Covered that, sort <laughs> Next, right, <smooth>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, well, yeah, you're fucking right, aren't you? It's, it's just tin, tin pottery again, isn't it? You know, having to wait a full week just to to arrange another match, and they're all on BT Sport as well, aren't they? Yeah. Every single one's on BT. Yeah. Lie me. So we've been on BT Sport quite a lot this season. Yeah. And then uh, I've not heard anyone saying we're always shit on BT this time round, though. <laughs> People have learned. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one because back in the day, the, the playoffs used to start midweek of yeah. the the following week after the season finished, and then you were mm. playing in the final like a week and a half later, weren't you? Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know why they just could have done it midweek. I've really no idea. You 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 scheduled it in for. The week after the season finishes, and then the week after that, and then obviously the final week after that. Week after that, yeah, yeah. And we've known all along that England are playing on the fucking Sunday, and but you know, I, I mean, assuming BT have got a little bit to do with that as well, aren't they? Um, but I'm not letting the league off that easy. It's just we should have been playing the final by next weekend. Well, we? exactly. Could could, yeah. could that also be the reason why we've been left to play the final at Bristol City? Do you think? Well, from what people have said. There were other grounds in contention ahead of Bristol City. So, do you reckon it's a case of it being that late that most clubs will have pulled the pitch up? Yeah, I think so. Must, Quite must possibly, be. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Quite possibly. 
I don't. I don't know why in today's today's world, today, today's world, fucking hell, I sound like my fucking granddad, don't I? But uh, you know, you, you get you get you get to know who's in the final and then pick a ground based on those two yeah. geographically. You know, something that's a bit equidistant. Yeah, but yeah. again, that, that's common sense for us. Well, I know, I know. I just, it's just beyond belief, and you know, if it was if it was County v Hartlepool in the final. I don't know, fucking Ellen Road or something. If only you us know. three were on the National League board, A, <sighs> this type of shit would get sorted, and B, they'd also have a semi-listenable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's plenty. I mean, there's probably 50 or 60 grounds in the country that we could choose from to hold 25,000-ish, yeah. 20,000 at the lower limit. Um there's plenty. There's, there's plenty of cons about the final being at, at Bristol and it, it, it being in a few weeks as opposed to a little bit sooner. That was it. I wasn't going to elaborate. Oh right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was wait, I was waiting for something else. <laughs> <laughs> there are pl- right, okay. there are plenty of cons, but I can't think of any at the moment. There you go. I was expecting some sort of deeply personal historical tirade against the people of Bristol for a second there. No, no. no. All right, well, you can save that for after you've stayed there for the final, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't my... even put any lotus biscuits on your pillow. <laughs> um, might, might, yeah, might be staying over. I'm, I'm trying to hatch a plan at the moment to get the uh, the Saturday. Uh... Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to get a pass out. It's quite, um, it's, it's quite nice, though, isn't it? Because if, if, say, if we do get to the final and we do win it, we go back to Bristol next season then, don't we? Because Bristol Rovers came down. Yeah, to see won. Joey Barton. Imagine he'll probably he'll, he'll probably he'll probably be in prison by then anyway, won't he? He'll, he'll wow. probably have he'll probably have punched some kid on a crazy golf course and got locked up. Or he does that's the type of thing he does, isn't it? I'd imagine. Is that Joey Barton spends his summer? I don't know. Allegedly. I'm glad you, you know. said that. We're not I've getting. Co- yeah. <laughs> I've, I've covered everything there. Okay, let's move it on. Um, it was it wasn't announced this week by the club, but it was announced by Ashton FC. They're not Ashton United anymore, are they? That we signed a lad... Millenic Alley. Millenic Alley, which, which sounds like a font. Millenic Alley. Nice. If you're going to send me a CV, make sure you put it in Millenic Alley, yeah? Please, can you put it in Millenic <laughs> Alley? Because I'm sick of Times New Roman. And Comic Sans... <laughs> Comic Sans I know Comic Sans screams out fun, but I'm not having it. Millenic Alley all the way. Melancholy 12. Yeah. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of the uh, an Alex Curran type signing, isn't it? Yeah. It certainly seems to be. Oh, I've forgotten about him. I forgot about Alex Curran then. Is he, st- is he still with us? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine yeah. it, yeah. Good. Yeah. But he'll be playing in the development team um oh he has been i think yeah and uh and probably will do for the foreseeable um i can't imagine he makes the first team anytime soon but you never know do you never know what the summer will bring so i suppose if it fits that profile of player that simon wilson mentioned about those who've been basically on an extended trial ever since their season was stopped um, they've been on yeah. a four or five month trial with our development squad and they'll probably get signed up so i think there'll be a few more similar to that to come as well. 
And people will get underwhelmed. There will be people saying, well, why are we signing players from Ashton now we've got all this money? It's like, well, you cover both bases. You sign your players. You get your players in who are ready for the first team and then you hedge your bets by getting some young players in who you can develop. Look, you at, look at Peterborough. You should have a job at County, Nick. With that that kind of forward-thinking attitude. Well, I've, I've tried, mate, but I, d- I didn't put my CV in Melanie Alley, so they're having none of it. <laughs> <laughs> But but it, it does bode well, doesn't it? So these are all all these lads are going into this academy that's starting to grow now and and build up, and I, you know I, I think the the objective of all this is to is to get into League One and the, and the Championship, and you've got players coming through mm. possibly that are worth a, a few quid. Yeah, and then you sell them on to keep yourself keep yourself at that level. Yeah. And, and, I, and I do hope once we're back in the league, we will continue signing the best players from non-league. As as Peter, that's pretty much Peter's whole model, isn't it? Peter Brand yeah. and, and Brentford do it a fair bit as well, trying to sign the best players from non-league and sell them on for silly money. Yeah, the best young players from non-league. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely, the ones that that can still grow as as footballers and yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. There's, well, that's that's where I mean, you, you, you're stupid not to, though, aren't you? Because it's cheaper. And there's some proper good players in there that have been blooded. They've played against other men who, who aren't, you know, they're not they're not playing for under twenty threes in the Premier League their whole season. You know, for for a few years, they've, they've proper been been proper players playing, you know, men, you know, playing against men. So and you've, I don't you've essentially you got a, a blank canvas as well in terms of you know what you want to teach them. You know, they're, yeah. they're not going to have as many bad habits as, as a player mm. who's maybe been playing for over long. So yeah, it's like a blank canvas. I like. It's just because it's what I do on Football Manager. Maybe that's why I'm biased. <laughs> I mean, you see it, see it now with um, a few players in the England squad who have played in non-league. Obviously, Jamie Vardy's yeah. a, a classic class example as well. Did Jamie Vardy play in non-league? I believe so. You'd have thought they'd have mentioned it at some point when he's on yeah. the alley and stuff. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, it's worth it because you never know, do you? Mm. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, we, I mean, we've certainly got you know quite a few... Um, Sort of well respected and well established non league clubs in the area, haven't we? So, yeah. um, we'd be, we'd be mad not to make some use of that. Yeah, def- yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so does anybody know anything about this, uh, the lad Ali? No, no. Okay, <laughs> moving on. He <laughs> used to play for Ashton United. Hashtag analysis. Yeah, he's Irish. <laughs> he's Irish as right. well. Right. Yeah. Well, Irish as in... From, as in, as in fr- from Ireland, you know, over the sea, over there. Yeah. Well, you say that, big, but he big, could be... Green, white and orange flag. Yes, I know, Nick, but he could be he could be Irish like... Um, Tony Cascarino. Andy Townsend was Irish, couldn't yeah. he, you know? Oh, yeah! the Hughes, a fucking Irish, mate! <laughs> Slag! <laughs> I did see someone on Yellowboard suggest that we'd sa- signed him. Um, it, it was Paddy Madden who'd recommended him because of being involved with him in the international setup. That was the international setup that Paddy Madden played one game in eight years ago. I was going to say, he'd probably been still yeah. been at school, wouldn't he? So if you think our analysis is shit, <laughs> get on over to the message boards. <laughs> um, okay. Should we move on to the England squad that's just been announced? Yeah. But before we do that, now's probably a good 
time to advertise the fact that we will be going all the way through uh, the summer, including the Euros, and we're going to do this review preview show as as County finished. You know, as we finish our season, we will do review preview shows of England matches, and we're going to get some friends of the podcast on to do that with us from other clubs as well, yeah. not just from not just County fans. So. That should be good because we know fuck all about England players and and players in the Premier League. So we're going to get some fans of those clubs on to to help us out with that. Well, you might know fuck all. I know loads. Yeah, same, mate. Do you? Yeah, me and and Dave know it all. Do you? I'm looking forward to quizzing you then. I've played football manager. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't don't know. I've I've heard there's some lad from from south manchester that's pretty decent he plays for manchester cheshire mate he's from cheshire is he i don't i don't i don't follow it mate i don't follow it so i'm not sure (laughs) um could be it could be anyone who's your premier league team (laughs) 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 come on ross who's your real team (laughs) no but who's your really support yeah Oh, do you know what I've so- right, I've got I've got to tell you this. I was talking to a woman at a do uh, a do at work, and she supported Liverpool. And she was a season ticket holder, and we got talking. And she said, "Oh yeah, I'm a season ticket holder." She went, "Who do you support?" And I went, "Stockport County." And she went, "Oh, I like grassroots as well." Oh fuck Aww. off! Yeah. I, this was a discussion I, I meant to have the other no. week when we were talking about the Super League stuff. But, but yeah, people describing the National League as grassroots can fuck off. <laughs> I, I, I hope you had butted her, Ross. No, this was when we were in like League Two as well. This was years ago. Oh, like, we were in, oh we were it's even worse! I know, I know. <laughs> oh, I don't. Yeah, I, in don't the football league. I don't know what to throw. <laughs> oh, it, it, it might might just be me, myself through a window. I think. <laughs> oh. um, what did you say? I, I can't remember. I can't remember now what I said. I, I, my face must have said it all. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh. God. But anyway, anyway, England squad. And what's annoyed me the most about the the announcement is not the fact that he's picked four right backs in 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 in, in what people are saying, but the fact that Twitter went absolutely mental. Why is he picking four right backs? Well, it's not four right backs, yeah. is it? No. One, of, one, one of it. Kyle Walker will. I, I'm quite happy to put money on the fact Kyle Walker will not play as a right back for England in this tournament. Mm. Kyle Walker is a centre back in a three. He, he's having, yeah. he's Harry Maguire's legs. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Like people going mental. I mean, this is we're not in the days of people playing in one position anymore. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Fucking hell. I mean, we've seen it with counting. You know, players are interchangeable, and just because you have you know three, four, five right-sided players doesn't mean they're all going to fucking be playing the, uh, right back. I mean, Trippier in in the last year or so, most of his England appearances have come at left back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. V- versatile. Trent Alexander Arnold's another one who can play right midfield, right wing. You know, yeah. it's just, just why do people just think that just because they're so blinkered and they're definitely going to be playing right back, which they're clearly not. And this whole thing there seems to be a, a thing amongst Liverpool fans that Trent's being Trent Alexander Arnold's being victimised when they were suggesting he won't be in the squad. Well, no, he's a world class right back. There's just three right backs who are in better form than him and are also English. Because how 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 can you argue that I mean two of those Walker and James were both in the Champions League final and Trippier has just won La Liga. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean 
I wouldn't say I mean, victimised. That's fucking ridiculous. But he he did he wasn't very good earlier in the season. Okay, that that was compounded by the team he was playing. They weren't very good mm. or weren't on form. But the form that they hit towards the end, I think that's the reason why he, why he snuck in. Well, because apparently Southgate told him three weeks ago he was in the squad. So it's just been for the last three weeks. It's just been the media stirring stuff up. As you, they, mm. they normally they normally wait until the tournament starts to start trying to stick the ball in. But they've begun already. I, I don't I don't think our media's learned anything since Southgate has been in charge. I just no. don't I think after the we went into the last World Cup with humility, not expecting to do anything, and went on to fall in love with a lot of players that we thought we never would do. We did well. Mm. And it just seems like the media has regressed again. And the, yeah, there's well, I'm, I'm sure we can work out who the uh, the de facto whipping boys will be. I'm sure if, if we made a list now, they'd probably all have the same ones on there. But yeah, it's it's just tiresome, isn't it? Before before the football's even started, there's just drama. They have to manufacture drama and have no time for it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the reason the reason why I don't buy newspapers and mm. very rare. You know, I watch Sky Sports News every now and again. Um, but, I get most of my I get most of my football news from you two lads, so I'm quite happy with that. But you don't even need to read because because when you watch Sky Sports News now, it'll say Sky sources are reporting, and Sky sources are usually the fucking sun. So it's like you don't yeah you don't you don't need to read the paper. It's just you can't avoid it anyway. The papers are going to get the bullshit to you. I sound like a proper conspiracy theorist now. <laughs> all, all the, they're, they're putting it in the air they're putting stuff in they're putting, putting it in the pipes and the taps how's that tinfoil at working yeah. out David Icke told me <laughs> well going back to the squad yeah I mean, there's some it's just very very talented isn't it yeah. I mean we, we've seen it before oh, yeah. we've seen it before with the Mid sort of two thousands, saying that it doesn't always equal success if you have a load of talented players, but it just looks really good, doesn't it? If you look, if you just look at that that squad, it's just like fucking hell. If we could, you know, play a decent style of football, and we had a manager that didn't seem to be about defence first, it'd just be fucking great, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, if if those players were any other national, well, any other decent. Footballing nationality, um, Italian or Spanish or whatever, they'd be fucking winning everything in sight. Yeah, yeah. I just think that as much as I like Gareth Southgate, I just think his uh, his style that he tries to um, tries to get his players to play is just a little bit reserved. I agree completely with that. But the only thing I, I don't know who they'd replace him with. Yeah, good point. That, that, that's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. As much I, I do like it. But yeah, if we could, if there was an attacking manager who, who, but is there? I don't know. I think Eddie Howe's stock has kind of fallen. Mm. I think in, in his last year or so at Bournemouth before he left there. Uh, is, is is Sean Dyche the type of manager who'd, who'd do well in a national job? I don't know. Not with that kind of talented England squad. No, no I think he might be a little bit out of his depth. I mean, Mourinho would jump at it, but well, he wouldn't now. He's at Roma now. But Mourinho always said he'd like to manage England. That's a no from me. Mm. Jim Gannon's out of work. Yeah. Oh, that'd go down well, wouldn't it? There you go. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be better than McLaren. <laughs> it's a tough one, that, isn't it? I mean, you know, he's not out of the job yet. 
is he? So let's let's give him that. But who you know who next? It's it's a really tough one. Yeah, like you say, Eddie Eddie, Eddie Howe was probably the one off the first name on my list. But like you say, his his, his reputation's gone down, hasn't it? Yeah, he needs to get back in club management and think. And yeah. he's, he's just turned down the Celtic job, hasn't he? Mm. Wonder if Gerard might be good one day. If he, you know, if he comes into the Prem, maybe and and does does something there decent there, he could he could he could be one lined up for yeah. it. I I really want uh, Lampard to take the Rangers, the uh, Celtic job, and then we we can finally once and for all see if Gerard and Lampard can manage in the same city because he certainly <laughs> couldn't play in the same fucking team. <laughs> Brendan Rodgers. Oh, what a manager! Big, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of of the the Bren dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, like he'd do well. Yeah, not English though, is he? That's the problem. Give a shit. No, it was Ericsson. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Capello. <laughs> See, I, I did enjoy stuff under Ericsson. I did enjoy it. There, there was always, it was always enjoyable, but there was never a sense we were going to win anything. Mm. And I think the players probably thought the same as well. I'd imagine it was, it was enjoyable until it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, like most things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a podcast that, title sorted. Absolutely. Yeah. If something was once enjoyable, then becomes unenjoyable, then then yes, it, is, it isn't enjoyable anymore. God, you're deep, mate. You're deep. Fucking hell. I need to lie down. <laughs> um, I mean, at least under Ericsson, we were better than we were under McLaren anyway. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That it actually coincided with my... Um, height of my England supporting time when I used to pay a lot of money to go and watch him abroad when McLaren was manager, so I've never forgiven him. Well, we're, we're very much looking forward to this with the Euros podcast, Dave, because you've got a, mm. a, a unique insight. Me and Russ were discussing this yesterday behind your back. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, we had a chat about this. And we said, yeah, you've got a, you've got an insight that, that we don't have. I've, I've only ever been to one England game, so yeah. So yeah, going back to the talent in the squad, then I mean, I mean, I'm really excited to see Foden play, Belling, um, Jude Bellingham as well, Sancho. You like you say, there's some there's some proper talent in that squad, isn't there? Yeah, and Foden's just off the chart. He really is. Um, I saw I saw some stats of his the other day. You know, at his age compared to Skulls, Lampard, and Gerrard at the same ages, and he's. You know, trophies won, played games, played goals scored and assists is just far superior than those three. Um, so yeah, I, I just hope I just hope a he plays him, and b um, Fulton steps up on the stage and, and does something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've kind of seen it before with extremely mm, talented young players, yeah, haven't yeah. we? Look at Rooney in two thousand and four. Yeah, yeah. I know. If you can get, know. if you can get the right system, you can get the right manager. Then, then great. All you know, all those kind of things align. Then brilliant. Yeah, he will do really, really well, and will probably, fingers crossed, win us something someday. Yeah. Um, but like you say, with with Rooney, uh, and also from that same team, Paul Scholes as well. Mm. Uh, Ericsson couldn't kind of couldn't find that right right position for him, and we, we've seen it before with a lot of talented players that they. Don't quite do as well for England simply because um, you know the manager, the system, and you know the players around him aren't as good. Mm. Agreed, agreed. So yeah, be interesting to see how that pans out. And like I say, we will be having podcasts throughout uh, 
throughout June and July and up to, well, till County start playing friendlies, which are probably being organised as we speak. Yeah. Okay. No, in the National League, we'll start playing friendlies in about September, won't we? so yeah should be good loads of stuff to look forward to I think think you mentioned it before I think it was you Dave mentioned our Sunday game in the playoff does coincide with um, or potentially overlap with England playing Croatia yeah could be, could be, could be tricky if we go to extra time. But I think, I think I'm, I'm with, you know, quite a lot of county fans that are, you know, in the mindset that it's county first until, until that sort of uh, phases out. Yeah, I'd always been roughly fifty fifty, but over the last five years or so, I think I'm sort of seventy thirty county now. Yeah. Well, it's just and it's unprecedented, isn't it, that that we're we're having to watch playoffs or we're having to watch county in the domestic league while England are playing in a tournament. It's mental, isn't it? <laughs> it is yeah, weird. It's yeah. absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because normally you get like a good few weeks between the end of the season and and the tournament starting, probably a little bit longer than that. But mm. our season won't even fucking. Well, hopefully our season won't even finished. Yeah, our our final game will be on the twentieth of June. When we're celebrating going up, and I think the Italy I Wales think, that day, yeah, and I, th- I think the group stages for us don't they finish that weekend? Yeah, we, we played so. it. We played the thirteenth, the eighteenth, twenty second, twenty second. So we're into we're into knowing who we've got in the in the knockouts if if we get that far, and County will have just finished. In the playoffs, it's just bonkers. It really is. And my ber- my birthday is June the twenty fifth as well, listeners. So put that in your diary and come round and give me the bumps. You're all right, mate. Not after the last time. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff, right? I think that's a good place to stop it. Um, don't forget, you can still read Dave's blog. Access on the um, on the website, or you can get there's a there's a pinned tweet and a pinned Facebook post as well with all all of our links on that. Fan Hub is still going. I say it's still going. It's going to go forever. We're actually on uh, 98 downloads of Fan Hub. It's flying up. Yeah. Um, so this this very embryonic app, app that we're uh, that we've that we've subscribed to that we're we're part of. Uh, I think I think the highest is Port Portsmouth. I think they're on about 350 downloads. But yeah, so keep on looking out for those golden tickets if you've got one. Clock shagging. Share it. <laughs> if you've got a golden ticket share it with, with your mates and that and, and let's start getting people in there all of our content is all in one place on the app ad free um, and hopefully you know that that app will will grow and build and you'll get your own fan points for for uh checking into the ground and and, and doing team lineups and stuff like that once that all becomes available okay anything from you guys more to say i, I i've got nothing more to say ever again after after my earlier slip up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing from me. Right. In that case, then, um, we will. You will listen to us next week. Thanks for listening. Say that now. Bye. Bye.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> 